Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Crystal Show commentary. Yeah, what Crystal said. And tonight we'll be talking about Lakeisha Holloway, the young woman who plowed her car into innocent bystanders on a Las Vegas sidewalk. But first, let's get into our sponsor, which is the Talk to Q radio show. Please visit him at blogtalkradio.com slash talk to Q. That's T-A-L-K, the number two, the letter Q. Let me explain how the Talk to Q radio show works. The show is a platform for the listeners, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice, chat, or tweet your opinions to Q and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Make sure you go to t2qradio.com. That's the letter T, the number 2, the letter Q, and radio.com. t2qradio.com. All right. Now, first of all, I want to say, Lakeisha, you don't know what stress is. And this is coming from all of the single mothers of America. You don't know what stress is. All right. First of all, years before, Lakeisha intentionally drove onto a Las Vegas strip sidewalk, killing one person and injuring 37 others. Lakeisha Holloway was publicly honored for turning her life around. On Tuesday, she was formally charged with murder with a deadly weapon with one count of leaving the scene of an accident which is also a felony according to a criminal complaint she faces a third felony which is child abuse neglect and endangerment in connection with her small child's presence in the car basically what was happening she um, after living in Colorado she came to she was in Portland okay or whatever and she came to Vegas to find you know, a new path, a new life, or whatever. And she couldn't find a place to stay. She had been living on the in her car with her with her um, child for a few days, and she was fed up. You know, she couldn't find a place to sleep. And um, every time she went into a parking lot, she would get turned away because she was sleeping there. Now this is Vegas, and I don't know if you guys ever been to Vegas. I've lived in Vegas, and um, let me tell you something. Parking is a it's a luxury, and it is definitely paid for. Most most people come to Vegas and they do park and they have their RV and they have all this stuff. So you can't just stroll into a parking lot in Vegas and decide you're going to be there. No, you have to pay. You have to hook up your, you know, your RV or whatever the hell you're going to do. You have to do all that stuff because they know that. What she should have done if she was looking for sleep, she should have went outside of the main state of Vegas and went into like, you know, Henderson or somewhere like that or, you know, and uh, or hell, even North Las Vegas. She, you know, she had kept up the strip a little further down the road going towards the, you know, the Air Force Base and you would have freaking found a place to park, you know what I'm saying? But, um, anyway, and I say this because, like I said, I've lived in Vegas. I have been home.
homeless in Vegas. Granted, it was several years ago, many years ago, and I slept when I could inside of casinos. I just pretended like I was just sitting on a bench or sitting somewhere and I just catch a few naps. Every time I did that, you know, somebody would come over and go, excuse me, you can't sleep here, you know, whatever. And then I just, I walk the strip. I just walk up and down the strip. Hell, I wish I had a car. I wish I'd had a car back then. You know, I could just drive up and down the strip. But I couldn't do that because I didn't have a car. I was walking. So I walked up and down the strip and everything. And I just went in. I Sometimes I go into the bathroom and I sleep in the bathroom. Um, just for a few minutes because this is Vegas. They watch that shit because they know this is what's going on. Not only that, they're also watching to see if you're a prostitute, you know. And back then, when I was in Vegas, I was in my 20s, just like Lakeisha's in her 20s. Hell, motherfuckers were watching me because they thought I was a prostitute. And I was trying to, you know, get someone. I could, You can't even stand at the tables without, you know, playing because they will watch you. And they will be like, okay, yo, 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 you need to move on because they think you're a prostitute. So anyway, so Vegas is a wrong place to kind of loiter <laughs> you know there's no loitering in vegas especially on this strip you don't do that shit you know what i'm saying so lakeisha being 24 she may not have known all of this this is stuff you learn in the game you know you learn that shit you learn where to sit where not to sit how to look how not to look whatever granted she had a baby you know what okay i'm a single mother i've been a single mother the whole time i was a freaking mother i was single i would not even though i love my children i would not wish being a single mother on anyone in the world let me tell you something young girls okay if you want to be a mother what you need to do is to do it right you need to first have no children find a man you actually can stand being with granted i did not say falling in love with because whatever that's not reality sometimes that's a topic for another show <laughs> but find someone that you can tolerate being around someone who is kind to you okay someone who may not look that great you know nice guys usually aren't that attractive sorry but um find a guy that is nice to you that doesn't beat on you or treat you like crap or try to demean you and have children with this guy okay and then you know get married of course get married before that that's better to get married first and then have the children you think all this is religious shit about getting married um first and then having children it's not religious even though religion does say the exactly the same thing it's not a religious thing about getting married first and then having children it's all economical that's probably why they put it in the commandments and all that shit through the bible and stuff they they put that in there because it's a good idea it's a really good idea to do that first you know these are the steps people you know these are the steps that you should take before you actually decide okay i'm gonna have kids you know you gotta do this shit first and then have the kid you know just like in Scarface remember in Scarface when he said you know you want the pretty woman first you gotta make the money and then you get the woman you know you know that's how this shit works it's the same thing you want to be a happy mom first you get the husband you get the house you get the home whatever you get that stability then you have the kids you know why because all this shit gets taken care of so here's Lakeisha you know bringing us back bringing us back to the reality of today here's Lakeisha and I you know I feel for her 
only on the level of feeling of the frustration that someone goes through by being a single mom. Like I said before, I would not wish this on anybody. So being a single mom, you know, you're out here, you're frustrated, you're tired, and then you add in the fact of being 24 years old. You don't know where you are, what to do. She just got there to Vegas. It's hard, but let me tell you what she could have done. And I know. Everybody has like a million things she could have done. Number one thing she could have done, she could have flagged down a cop, a police officer, and said, I don't know where I am. I don't have a place to stay. Can you please point me in the direction of a shelter, a women's shelter, you know? You could say, hell, in a women's shelter, you can, I'm not saying lie, but you could say, you know, look, I have fled from my home because my husband or my boyfriend is gonna kill me. She lived in Colorado. She, now she's in Vegas. She could say, look, I fled from my home. I'm here and I just want to get away. I don't have any gas. I don't have anything. I have my baby. I need a place to stay. They would find her a place to stay. Hell, you don't like cops? Granted, I get it, totally get it. Go to a hospital and just go up to the front desk and say, look, my baby is hungry, I'm hungry, I don't have anywhere to go. Can you please point me in the direction of the nearest shelter, women's shelter, and where can I go? You know, what can I do? Help me, please help me. Someone would help her to get to a shelter for the night so she could sleep. Now, I say maybe she didn't know that being 24 years old, you know, but I don't know why you didn't know that. I mean, I understand you why you, you maybe didn't know that because a lot of things that are given to us are given to us by elders. And see, that's another important thing to remember. Elders are very important. You know, when we think about elders, we think about this whole line of, oh, well, these are people who are old in the tribe, in the community that doesn't exist anymore in this society, in the, in the world of 2015. No one, you know, are elders anymore. And that's sad because they embark upon us some really good information and the information is how to do things what to do and how to do things and one of the things that someone would have told Lakeisha is like look when you get in trouble hell if nothing else come to me come to me you know the elders would say if you get in trouble call me if you have family that's what family is for is these specific times when someone gets in trouble they say come to me Call me and I will help you. I will do whatever I can. I may not have a lot of money, but I will do whatever I can to find it to get you home. And there's nothing wrong with going home if you have a home to go to. And we don't know the entire situation with Lakeisha, but we do know that things weren't working out for her. But at first, they were, okay? They were working out for her. Now, in 2012, she was being um, honored. Um, it's a Portland Opportunities Industrial industrialization center which helps at at risk youth with education and career training so she was already in that you know situation these are her words she said boy have I come a long ways I was a scared little girl who knew that there was more to life outside of crime drug addiction lower income alcoholism and being undereducated all of which I grew up being familiar with. Now, thanks to this nonprofit organization, she went from homelessness to a job with the federal government and living the grand life, as she quote unquote states. But now, 24 year old Lakeisha Holloway faces serious charges after allegedly, uh, and I don't know why they put allegedly in there because <laughs> it's pretty obvious, she plowed into dozens of pedestrians with a, her three year old daughter inside of her car. Now, 
what would cause a woman to do this? Now she says, now she would not explain exactly why she drove in onto the sidewalk, but remembered uh, a body bouncing off of her windshield and breaking it and breaking the windshield. Now this is some of the, what the Clark County Sheriff's Department um, had said that th this is what they believe just from interviewing her, talking with her and, you know, kind of getting what happened and what is going on. The Clark County Sheriff, uh, John Labardo said it's not clear what may have caused Holloway to quote unquote snap. We believe that she had some disassociation with the father of her child. <laughs> Don't we all? Okay. Fathers, what the fuck ever motherfuckers. But anyway, moving on. But a family representative told CNN that Holloway wasn't homeless, that she had a job and comes from a loving family. So she had people there for her. Maybe these people, okay. Now, when people get in trouble, and you know, we've all heard the term coming out of the woodwork. When people get in trouble or get rich or famous or infamous, all of a sudden, here come these motherfuckers talking about, oh, well, we were there for her we helped her or we would have had we known and maybe that is true but a lot of times people give up on you or they give you the idea that they will give up on you or that they have so obviously it wasn't a very loving family because if it was loving she would have went to them she would have called them on the phone in vegas and said look this is the situation this is what's going on we're hungry we need a place to stay can i have can someone wire me a hundred bucks so i can get to a hotel and you know be there for the night at least i can get some sleep i can shower i can maybe eat something and me and my baby can go to sleep but obviously she didn't have anybody to call the sheriff has said police don't know what caused her to snap and whether or not it was planned previously. I don't think it was planned. Holloway told authorities that before the crash, she had been trying to rest or sleep in her car with her daughter, but get, but kept getting run off by security at the places wherever she stopped. And that's, like I was saying before, that's normal. It's Vegas. They got plenty of people who are trying to either crash somewhere where they shouldn't be, or they got people who are there in their RVs or in their trucks or whatever. They don't want people to crash somewhere where this is Vegas you have to pay for everything because so many people are coming there and they're parking their RVs like I said before now witnesses say that Holloway was driving down Las Vegas Boulevard before her car jumped onto the sidewalk and started striking pedestrians you know what maybe in her mind she actually thought if I hurt people or kill people in my frustration or whatever that yeah they'll take my baby but my baby will get food she'll get shelter and she'll be taken care of and as for me maybe I shouldn't be a parent maybe I shouldn't be a um in charge of this baby you know and and at least in the end of it I'll be in a room I'll have food and I'll be sheltered and maybe this is just my life and I don't know what else to do because when you get backed into to a corner this is what happens now you may say wait a minute crystal are you defending this chick this is horrible are you defending her absolutely not I'm not defending her because I am a single mother I have gone through that life I have done things for my children to feed them to clothe them to keep them housed I have given up my dreams my goals my aspirations in order to make sure that they had a life that they could live and so and that's why you can say okay crystal you know you're a really good broadcaster but you know 
you are a woman of a certain age and you're just now starting out in this broadcasting business? Well, yeah. You know why? Because I was too busy being a single mother, taking care of my children, okay? Alone, doing what I had to do, and I didn't have time to think about my dreams and aspirations. I had to make sure, A, they had food, they had clothes, and they had a shelter over them, okay? So that's what you do as a single mother. So when when I hear this and I think about Lakeisha, yes, I do feel for her because all of those feelings that she had, I've had. I've had those feelings. But guess what feeling overrode all of that? It was the feeling for my children. I wanted to make sure that they survived, they lived. Even if I went without, even if I wasn't so cute and sexy in the latest clothes, even if I didn't have the latest hair and wig on my head or nails done, that my children were safe and were fed, you know. And that is frustrating. It is hard. There is many nights I went to bed angry, alone, and just frustrated and crying and praying to God to help me and to get me out of this. I All of that, I, I, I can understand what she was going through. Do I defend her? No, absolutely not. I do not defend her because I have also known that from the benefit of being able to take care of my children, I also had to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice and that meant fighting the bullet and I don't know if many of you know what biting the bullet means but it's something that a lot of us have had to learn in life it's called biting the bullet that means taking shit when you don't want to you know giving shit away to your family to your friends to people you love to your children whatever giving and paying a bill when you would rather go to the club paying a bill when you would rather buy the cute skirt so that guy with the green eyes will look at you paying a bill when you would rather get out of this house and stop hearing the babies screaming and crying. You do what you have to do, you know, and it's hard. It is so hard to do, but you do it. You know why? Because your kids are your only goal in life at that time. And yes, I was a very young mother, very young mother. And so I understand her frustration and I am far off the topic and I have gone into a tirade, but that's okay because why? This is my show and I can do whatever the hell I want. But all I would have to say to young women who may be listening to my voice, all I would say is this, make sure that you live your life and that you get your education and that you figure out what you love the most in doing in life. What is, what holds your most interest in life, whether it is dancing, whether it is singing, acting, science, um, teaching, whatever it is, do it and do whatever it takes to get there. Go to school. Don't worry about the cost. Don't bombard yourself with cost of going to school. Just do it because I guarantee you the money is out there. There are grants out there. There are federal, federal loans out there. It's out there. Do it. Find positive people. If everyone around you are negative, then get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. Find positive people and latch on to them. If the only positive voice in your head is you, then just deal with you and go forward. Go forward before you get bogged down with kids and other responsibilities. Now, if you are a single mom with responsibilities, it doesn't mean that you can't do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want to do. You just have to make sure that your children are your focus as well as yourself. You can never, once you have children, you can never put 
yourself in front of them, okay? That's all I am saying. I pray for Lakeisha Holloway. I pray for her. I hope she can find peace. I do. I pray for her daughter. I hope that she can land with family and that they can grow forward. I pray for those who were hurt and definitely those who were killed and had to, and there are families who are now having to bury someone because of this senseless act. I pray for them and for their struggle and their pain. I pray for that because let me tell you something, Lakeisha, you don't know what pain is. You don't know what pain is without going through the struggle and the hardship of raising your children alone. You don't know what pain is until you have lost someone that you have truly loved to death, especially a senseless death that you have caused. You don't know their pain. So I urge you in your rehabilitation that you may or may not get to find these victims and to say you're sorry, to to be remorseful, and to learn from that. You're still young, you can still have a life, but they cannot. This person you killed cannot have a life. Their family are going to grieve, but you have to try to at least be remorseful to them and for their pain and their loss. And to your daughter, you have to bless her and you have to say to her, look, let me be your cautionary tale. This is what I even say to my children. I am your cautionary tale. Let her grow from that. And even if growing from that means being without you, then that's exactly what you do. You allow her to grow up alone without you and with people who love her and give her a positive life, whatever that may be. And if you can turn around and be that for her, then do that. But whatever it is, we have to sacrifice in life when we become mothers. When we become mothers and we become parents of children, we have to sacrifice. And if you can't do that, then you do not have the right to call yourself a parent, no matter who you are, male, female, whatever, married, single, whatever. All right, guys, I got off on a long tangent and I had, but I had to. This struck me so deeply on so many levels, mainly because I have been that person. I have been a Lakeisha, distraught, hurt, alone, frustrated without any kind of recourse and thought. Luckily for myself and for so many other single mothers, we dug deep inside of our soul. We cried. We did whatever we had to do to get to the night. And we got up the next day and we went to work and we figured it out and we kept going piece by piece, day by day, minute by minute. And that is, yeah, what Crystal said, the commentary from The Crystal Show. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for vibing with me through my um, through my rants and raves. That is my commentary. Please do leave comments. All you have to do is email thecrystalshow1 at gmail.com and leave your commentary. Leave your commentary if you're on thecrystalshow.com and you're reading the blog. Please leave your commentary there. Or leave your commentary on Blog Talk Radio and leave your commentary at the bottom. We want to hear it. We want to hear what you have to say and I will always respond. Thank you so much. Peace two fingers. The Crystal Show featuring Dre will be returning in the beginning of 2016. Want to be the first to know when the premiere return show will hit the airways? Then go to thecrystalshow.com and subscribe to the newsletter. Like us on Facebook at The Crystal Show 1. Follow us on Twitter at Crystal Show 1 and also on Instagram at The Crystal Show 1. Now make sure you also subscribe 
to us on YouTube for all of our videos at Trinity0267. And hey, if you like the direct approach, email us at thecrystalshow1 at gmail.com with all of your comments, responses to show topics, inquiry about how to be a guest on the show, advertising, and more. Thank you for listening. I'm Crystal Hickerson, the creator and host brought to you by Trinity Productions. Hey, this is Drain. If you want to listen to something really cool, go to The Crystal Show, 9 o'clock Eastern, Log Talk Radio. We'll also live tweet, and if you go to hashtag Get Crystallized, you can join in all the fun. See you Thursday. This wild thing, and you tuned in to the hottest show on the globe, The Crystal Show. Don't go nowhere. Yeah. What up, Chris? What up, Radio World? It's your boy Eminem, aka My Mind. Yeah, money maker, the whole breaker. This is Daddy Rich, and you're listening to the Crystal Show. This is Quincy from the Talk to Q Radio Show, and you're listening to the Crystal Show. What up? This is Keith Robinson, and you're listening to the Crystal Show. W-U, nigga, I'm the man, like a poly fuck Juju, did it with no hands, now she call me young Bluetooth, everybody set you for your boy like Blue's Clues, everybody hitting on me, let me guess, you too, then I appear on your iPod like you too, then you realize that your boy's so high, The Crystal Show was created, written, and hosted by Crystal Hickerson. It is produced and co-hosted by Andre Saunders. The Crystal Show is owned and operated by Trinity Productions. For more information on the show, please visit thecrystalshow.com. Thank you for listening.